You are listening to the Amateur Church Podcast, where we pursue excellence in ministry with the right motivation for the sake of love. I'm Pastor Matt, and I'm so thankful that you're on this disciple's journey with me, as right now we're going through the book of Matthew. And we're not reading every single verse. We're looking at what makes Matthew different or uh, or uh, specific and unique in his writings, apart from the book of Mark and Luke as the other synoptic gospels. So in the book of Matthew, we're mainly looking at the five groups of teachings that he has. We, we, we've we read the uh, introduction to the book with the genealogy and with uh, the infancy narrative from the book of Matthew, but but we're also this week looking at Matthew 5 through 7, Matthew 10, Matthew 13, Matthew 18, Matthew uh, chapter uh, 24 and 25, and those groups of teaching. And 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 of course, we also want to read and, and understand the uh, death, burial, resurrection of Jesus at the end, like we will for each of the Gospels. But uh, I want to take time and ask some devotion questions specifically from the book of Matthew. Now, remember, every time we uh, look at a text from Scripture, we want to ask what does or what is the context of the passage? Where does this fit in with uh, specifically the New Testament being the book of Matthew? Uh, and then where does this fit in as, uh, as far as the entire Bible, Old and New Testament? And then what is the impact of the text upon the culture? and the culture upon the text. We're dealing with 2,000 years ago, so things might look a little different than what we would, uh, than what we might understand. And then how does this pa- passage point us to Christ? So let's dive in. I've got four major questions for you today. The first is this. The book of Matthew, uh, as I shared in the previous episode, uh, has over a hundred different references to Old Testament books. Now, Think about that for just a moment. The Old Testament is going to be seen throughout the book of Matthew, these 28 chapters. And the first question I have that you can ask your family, your small group, uh, but personally yourself is, do you have an appreciation for the Old Testament as you read the New Testament? Now, we have just finished up several months since January reading through the Old Testament. And some of you might have been saying, I can't wait to get through all of these prophets and all of these Old Testament things. I'm ready to jump to the New Testament. And that's great. I'm glad we're here now. But but I, I want to ask you, do you still understand? Understand, or do you understand now that the Old Testament still has application for us because we find that the Old Testament is in the New Testament, uh, that the Old Testament is mentioned over and over. And so I want you to stop and think about the appreciation that you might have or lack of uh, appreciation you might have for the Old Testament as we read it. And, and so the very first devotion question is how can we build a greater appreciation and awareness of what the uh, what we see in the book of Matthew. Uh, second, in Matthew chapter 5, we have the Beatitudes. And each of the Beatitudes actually give us kind of a focus, a singular individual focus on the, uh, the, the process of salvation. For instance, it begins with, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And as you continue on reading, each of the verses point to an aspect of salvation that you must recognize your bankruptcy, being poor in spirit, uh, in order to be saved. And then blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Mourn over what? Mourn over our sins. And so I want you to take time and go through verses 3 
through 11 of, uh, of Matthew chapter 5 and ask the question, how do these individual Beatitudes point us to the cross and salvation? And maybe you've done this before, maybe you've not done this before, but take time with your family and, and walk through each of these Beatitudes. For instance, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. How does that point us to salvation? Once we're saved, doesn't it change uh, I, the way that we live and what we hunger and thirst for? So I want you to walk through that. Write down uh, and, and then evaluate your own life. Are you walking in Beatitudes? Third, Consider the teaching of Jesus in Matthew chapter 18. Now, we're going to read that this week. But Matthew chapter 18, Jesus is going to share about uh, how the church should work, especially when it comes to church discipline. I want you to walk through and ask this question. How should we, according to uh, Scripture, handle church discipline or handle those who are caught in sin or dealing with temptation and may even cause uh, division between uh, brothers and sisters? And compare that with how the church usually handles church discipline. I, I mean, the, the, the church as a whole in different locations, uh, how do a lot of different churches handle church discipline and, and uh, correcting those? How do we do that? If you're in my church, how do we do that? And what are some examples where you've seen it handled negatively? What are some examples where you've seen it handled in the right way? And then take Scripture and ask what needs to change in order for us to do it aligned with Scripture. Finally, in the book of Matthew, Jesus declares what we know as end times prophecy. Matthew 24 especially. Uh, and, and what you can see is that Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21 are parallel passages uh, from the Gospels about this Olivet Dis Discourse. But what I want you to do is instead of going with your own preconceived notions of what you think should happen or is going to happen because of what you've heard other people say, uh, take Matthew 24, walk through it, and ask the question, what does Jesus say concerning the end of times? Because when you study the return of Jesus, the best thing to do is to stop and listen to the actual words of Jesus. Uh, and I do want to share with you that in the next few days, uh, um, maybe a week or two, we're going to have uh, a brand new resource for you through the Amateur Church. Uh, is a is a Bible study on uh, on sharing uh, on, on eschatology and sharing truth about Jesus' return. So I've put together. My dad has helped me put together uh, a, a a lesson on that. A, a eighteen. Uh, videos, a video lecture series on eschatology, really beginning with the book of Matthew. Because as I read and preached through Matthew years ago, my uh, my understanding of eschatology and end times changed simply because of the Word of God. And I want to encourage you in your devotion time, ask, is what I believe about the end times based on what Jesus said or what others have said. And we always need to go with what Jesus said. So as we conclude this episode, I want to give you your verse of the week, memory verse of the week, and it is Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, which says, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That's my prayer, that everything that we do, we would seek first the kingdom of God. Because when we turn our eyes on Jesus and look full in His wonderful face, the things of this earth grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. I love you. I'm praying for you. Stakes in the ground.